Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jamie Baines. Today's guest is Amukalani Makwala, an author from South Africa. I came across Amukalani's Instagram page and decided to reach out to her to see if she'd be willing to be a guest on the podcast. She graciously agreed, and we had a fantastic conversation. Take a listen to our chat, and let me know what you think. And welcome back to the podcast. Today's guest is Amukalani. How are you? Hi, how are you, Jamie? I'm fine, I'm fine. Now, I, I want to make sure I pronounce your last name correctly. So could you say it for me so I know that I'm pronouncing it correctly? Okay. My name is Amukelani Makuela. Uh, Makuela is current V, but in South Africa, we don't actually have V. We use uh, the V is sound like B. So that's why it's Makuela instead of Makuela. And you are from South Africa. Have you lived there your entire life? Yes, I'm from South Africa, and I have lived here my entire life. I was actually born here and raised here. Um, However, I have been going around the country because of work and with what I do as an author. So I was born in Limpopo, which was Northern province then when I was born. And I moved to Joburg, which is now Gauteng, um, uh, to study and started work. I work in, in Cape Town, which is the western part of uh, South Africa, and also in the northern uh, side, uh, which is called Northwest. So I've been around South Africa, although I've been like, I was born in Limpopo province. And um, now you're an author as well, correct? Yes, I am an author. And now tell us a little bit, how many books have you written and what are your books about? Okay, um, I've actually written a lot, but I've published only two for now. Um, my books talks about, um, actually, it's the short stories of, you know, Africa as a whole, mm-hmm. as a continent. So I felt um, when, I, when I wrote my first book, it was about women, specifically for women. So the second book, I thought, no, um, I think like our stories have been told, but not 100% told, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought I should just write all those stories that are untold in the world just to like, you know, expose them in the world. But what I like about my book, it always has something at the end. Like, you know, uh, I would tell a story that's like really sorrowful, but at the end, it's got really some happiness on it. So that's actually how the stories in Africa are. Uh, or maybe I should just mostly talk about South Africa because I'm a South African. You know, they can be very bad situations and so on, but at the end, we laugh about it, about everything. I'm not sure if you know about South Africa that we just dance about everything, we sing about everything, you know. <laughs> no, um, I didn't. That's what I, I want to really learn. <laughs> I want to learn. So yeah. <laughs> are, the, are the books that you've written stories that have been passed down from generation to generation? Or are they new stories or what kind of stories are they? They're actually not new stories. Uh, actually, like, you know, the older stories, if I can say new, it should be like at least 18 years ago. So um, they have been like here for long and they pass from one generation to generation because my second book also have parts where you talk about, you know, 
um, uh, traditions. It talks about, you know, uh, slowing down and all of those things. So it's a mixture of an old generation and also a now generation. So in parts of where I speak about, you know, traditions and so on, it's on how we were actually pressurized or, you know, being controlled by our traditions. As much as our government might have opened up and be free, but it's not really a freedom into uh, our villages or what you call countryside uh, with your languages. Um, so it's 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 something like that. I speak about that. I speak about the people who cannot talk about anything. I can give an example with uh, being uh, gay or a lesbian. It was like a taboo in, in most of our villages. Um, they will be so angry if they find out their child or maybe their son is, is a gay and so on. But we speak, I speak about that and make the positive out of it because a lot of mothers now and fathers have actually accepted that uh, and they're aligning with our uh, government. So um, when I talk about slow, slow down and so on, it's just that I was talking about the pressure in our community it can be in social media or it can be in any other thing a lot of people have gone into depression through that you know um through being told you should be doing like this or you should look like this i'm a dark person like very very dark um black but very dark and other people will just go into spaces where they have to do a, a skin lightening and so on so i put it out there it's not there's nothing wrong if you want to do that I mean, go on, it's your choice. Mm -hmm. But there's also nothing wrong with me who want to remain with my color and uh, still embrace it. So my books are having all of those things of empowerment. At the same time, they tell a story uh, so you can have an understanding on what is ha actually happening in Africa um, besides what you've been seeing on television or reading on news and so on. What do you, do you think people in other parts of the world have an uh, incorrect view of what's going on in Africa? You said from where they get on TV and social media. What do, you th what do, what do, people, get, what do people get wrong about <laughs> Africa that you'd like people to get right about? Um, they actually say a lot, hey? Um, <laughs> uh, I would not even talk about poverty because everybody else thinks when you're from Africa, you're so poor and, you know, there's poverty there. You, there's no right education. You know, um, there's a lot happening in Africa and some things that actually in the other Western countries, they can actually really learn and love about it. Um, there's a lot that people say negatively about Africa. I mean, like we can actually even talk about what is happening now. Um, you know that there have been some new variants that have been, you know, said that it's coming from South Africa, which in South Africa, we have no idea of what is happening. So it's more like when you're in Africa, everything else that is bad <laughs> is actually happening there. But Africa is a very different continent. Of course, we may have poverty. I'm not going to say it's not there. I believe in every country there is poverty. Mm -hmm. But we also have like education. We also have, uh, I cannot say the riches because I haven't been with the richest, I'll talk about the middle class like myself. We do have education, we do have um, 
opportunities only when mostly you have started. So maybe pe- maybe perhaps the people who go out there are mostly the people who do not have the opportunity because when in Africa, especially in South Africa, if you're educated or you have education, it's mostly or is likely that you can get an opportunity to like, you know, work or maybe start a business and other stuff. So um, there's a lot that they say about Africa, which is not true. I can just pinpoint uh, the few examples that I've given to you. And is that frustrating for people in Africa to know that this is being said? Or is it like, well, you know what? We don't really care necessarily what other people are saying because we're in Africa <laughs> and we and we know. So they can just, you know, they can just do whatever they do. They do you and you do you. Yeah, I think it depends on the mindset of a person. I, I think it used to bother me. A lot, especially if I have to travel because of my books and other stuff. When um, I, I, I usually thought, actually, people are so ignorant to want to like really want to know about my country and other stuff. But now I actually don't care. Uh, to be honest, what the person <laughs> think I think is their business. <laughs> uh, nothing bothers me as it used to be before. I mean, if if you don't like Africa or you don't like people from Africa, then I don't think it's my problem. I think it's your problem. You just have issues with people in Africa, right? So I cannot change your opinion or your perspective about me, but I can only control how I feel about it, which I chose not to care about it, right? Good for you. More people. I think more people need to think that way, that if they have a problem with you or somebody else, then it's their problem. It's not your problem. Exactly. It can't be my problem. I mean, I can't be carrying your burden of hatred or, <laughs> right. you know, I can't be. <laughs> I just need to look at what I really like and just stay with it. So I really enjoy myself more now because I have actually just realized that this is what I want. This is the goal that I want to achieve in my life. And I cannot achieve this kind of a goal if I, I you know, carry all the hatred and, you know, negativity in me. So I need to just sit down and decide what is it that I want in my life. And what I wanted was happiness and also to go around with different kind of people in different countries and be happy. Those who are for me will remain with me and those who are not for me, it's not my fault. They just don't like people like me and that's all. What do you think changed within you where you started caring less about what other people thought? Does that make sense? Can you repeat? Yeah. I'm, no, no. Can you repeat that? Absolutely. Please? Absolutely. What changed in you that made you think, you know what, I don't care now what other people think. I'm not going to carry their hatred. Was there a turning point, something that happened to you, or did you just decide, yeah. you know, that was it. I'm not I'm not going to carry somebody else's hatred. Actually, I cannot say, like, it was, like, the turning point, but it was something that happened when I met my few friends into, we used to communicate a lot in, in Instagram. I think they were from the U.S. in Charlotte. Um, and they changed my whole perspective about what I would think about the U.S. or the U.K. or any other thing, any other country. So how we used to communicate it, they couldn't see anything less. We would, you know, bring a storm and we come up with things, you know, uh, laugh about things. And I realized that not everybody from these countries are actually bad. Maybe we also have the same problem that you guys have. 
social media mm-hmm. people always just send things and then on the news you hear this about oh they did this to your people and so on so i realized that not everybody you know i realized that mostly it's just few people like minority and they're out there trying to spread these bad things mm-hmm. or the rumors and so on so uh, i decided that it's not only about people coming from another country that could not even like you even people from your own country can have the same thing so it's just a being a character is a, is a character about a person and it's being human i mean like i cannot like everybody as much as i try to <laughs> or i haven't met anybody so um it happens a lot so i realized that it's not about any person or any racial or anything it's about the character of a person mm-hmm. and you cannot change that person if they decide they don't like something they don't like it i mean i decide i don't like to eat a lot of meat in a day and nobody meat cannot say oh she hates me it's my decision <laughs> right so <laughs> so it's 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 things like that that i just like came to realize that it's about the character it's about what you like and what you don't like what you prefer and what you don't prefer i mean everybody else have what they prefer and if i'm not the preference i should not worry about it i should let a person carry their own burden of not liking that very well said very well said do, um, is there a problem with racism in South Africa that you've noticed? Yeah, I, I believe that um, not only in South Africa, but I believe in the world there is some kind of racism because we, we mostly look at racism as white-hating blacks, right? Mm-hmm. But I've also noticed that even blacks, some of them hate whites. So that's why it comes back to the same thing to say it's about a character of a person. Because here in South Africa, you'll find, yeah, some of the white people that I've met, they may not prefer black people. And I realize it's not about hating black people. They just don't prefer maybe that specific black person because of whatever reasons. And also black people, there are some black people, especially the older ones who were under the apartheid for years, um, they haven't forgotten what was happening back then. Mm -hmm. So they grow because some of them are mostly just maybe 50 years now. So they have experienced the whole thing because in South Africa, we just only had 28 years of freedom. Mm -hmm. So if this thing might have happened to somebody who's 28 years, by now they might be 52 or 53, right? So they are still alive and they still like see different kind of things. But the new generation like myself, who haven't seen the deeper part of apartheid in South Africa, I still see everybody as the same, unless when I meet another person and then they react differently. But as I said to you, I've come to a realization that sometimes it's not about racial, it's not about my color, it's just that I'm not their preference. So if we can look at things in that perspective that it's got nothing to do with color at times, even people in your color may not even like you. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's about the character of a person. So once you have that, that mindset, you will be free to live with whoever wants to live with you. Right. I agree. Do are, are there do people have conversations about race in South Af- Africa? Because in the U.S., those conversations seem to be hard for people to have, because when people start talking about race, no matter what your race is, um, you have some people who take it negatively and will um, accuse racism right away. When people are just trying to understand 
what's going on. So I asked my guests what they think, you know, about race and having these hard conversations. Do you guys have them over there as well? Yeah, people actually, yeah, we do have a lot of, you know, um, uh, racial problems, but not as much as as in the U.S. and in other places, because here majority are black people, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, white people are minorities. So it doesn't really show that much as it used to show before, you know. Um, here, the only thing that we have is mostly, as I said, we my own people can still hate me mm-hmm. and still, you know, be against whatever I do because we also have tribes, different tribes. So tribalism is actually higher than racism in South Africa. So when you are from another culture and another, the other person's from another culture and you, you clash in cultural, you end up not liking each other. So besides of race, we also have the problem of tribalism. So racial issues, they are there, but they are really not that much. I think we are really trying so hard in South Africa to overcome it. I mean, you can see a lot of people marrying each other, white and black marrying each other, mm-hmm. have kids together, you know. So we, we're showing the differences from back then in 1990, going backwards, and then until from 1994 to now, we have changed a lot. There is some racial issues. As I said, sometimes it's got nothing to do with our colors. It's just about a character of a person. So those minor things, I don't think I really care more about them. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't at all. I, I agree. I think we need to look beyond race and get yeah. to know. Have you, have you been to other countries and spoke to other people? And do you get generally a warm reception or a cold reception? Or do people care either way that you've noticed? if you've gone to other countries to talk to other people? Yeah, um, I have been in Australia, but Australia is more like a second home of South Africans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, they mostly don't really, for me, I've never really experienced it uh, actually firsthand. I have never done that. I have never met a person completely just give me that racial look. I don't know how does it even look like, but... <laughs> That's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> you know, um, everyone I meet, um, maybe because of my character, we just mostly click and we see beyond our colors. We just look at what we think about, what our goals are, and we work well together. So while I was in Australia, things were like normal for me. And um, I didn't have anything that was a problem. I've been in the Netherlands, in Amsterdam. Even that side, there was nothing wrong with me. I almost got married to a white man, for heaven's sake. So I don't even know what. <laughs> for heaven's, for heaven's <laughs> sakes. For heaven's sakes, I almost got married to a white man. <laughs> so, well, wait, wait, wait. So why uh, did you, wait, why did yeah. you almost, why did you almost get married? Or is that too personal? Um, Do you want to move on? We can move on. I'm just. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. We were just, we were just fun when we were dating than when we're serious (laughs) about marriage. So it had nothing to do with race or his family. (laughs) I just like the way, I just like the way you said it. For heaven's sakes. For heaven's sakes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I just want people to see that it's got, you know, at times, it, it's just that when it comes from a white man or white lady saying, I don't like this lady, people think it's race. Mm-hmm. You, you get my point. Right, and it might Where not be. It might just not black... be. <laughs> they just don't like them. 
exactly. Whereas a black person can tell me the same thing that I don't like you and I don't see that as race. I mean, every person, both of us, we are all human beings. We right. have our yes. preferences. Yes. So if you can look at it that she just doesn't like me or he just doesn't like me, it's got nothing to do with my color. Then I think we can move on as a world, you know, because it happens that somebody doesn't like somebody, but it's got nothing to do with the color. Very it's just well maybe said. a character thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to, I'm going to ask you a question and it might show my ignorance. If it does, I apologize. Your English is so well. Is were you brought up speaking English? Is that something that you learned on your own, or how is that? I actually just learned everything on my own, watching television. <laughs> did you? Did um, you really? Uh, wow! <laughs> Amazing. Yes, uh, my my language is Tsonga, so we grew up at home with my grannies, and you know, uh, with our culture here. The mother will go and work and then the grannies will just remain with you with the neighbors. So we were speaking our native language. Then when I had to come to Gauteng to study, which is Joburg, now you meet kind of like different people. Mm -hmm. And you're not even sure of your English because we are allowed here in South Africa to learn anything with your native language. Then I had to like mingle around and learn, you know, watch television, read books and so on. So I started to learn in that way. And you know, having the conversations with people like you, then I pick up one or two things. So it's not all bad with, <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> For heaven's it. sakes, it's not all bad. <laughs> yes, no, it can be. <laughs> was, it hard, was it hard to pick up the English language? Was it hard to learn? Because it sounds like you've been speaking it for... just. I mean, obviously you have, a, you have an accent, but... You're, you speak so yeah. clearly and everything, and it, just to learn that from TV is just amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Because <laughs> I, I bet you, yeah, I can no, guarantee it's... you, most Americans, if they were to watch a TV show with speaking your native language, they'd be like, "I don't know, I give up. I don't, I don't know." So it's just to me, it's to me. <laughs> anybody who can speak more than one language to me is just amazing. So I just yeah. had to put that out there. No, I speak all twelve languages around South Africa, including English. So we have 13 languages, but I know 12, and I speak them friendly. <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this. Um, the books that you write, do you write them in English? Do you write them in other languages as well? How does that work? And again, if, it's, if my ignorance is showing, I apologize, but I was just curious. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, we mostly, what, what we have, what is very positive here is you can write your, your book in your own language mm -hmm. then they find someone who can interpret it and then write it in english with the exact words that you have used so that first one is how i did it uh, i wrote it with my own native language then uh, somebody else had to reread it and then interpret everything but the second book i said to myself i'm good because i know i can write well Mm -hmm. But maybe I may not pronounce things the right way. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I wrote it and uh, it had to go to different kind of people. Uh, even today, I'm not sure why it was going through a lot of people, whether I didn't write it well or what, but <laughs> it went to all our chief librarians in our national library and also so many editors so that it can just be, you know, um, international. So 
Well, where that's can, how I did both books. <laughs> well, where can people in the U.S. find your books? They're on Amazon, right? Yeah, it is in Amazon. Okay. And the, the only one is in Amazon. The other one is just in our, our Take A Lot. It's more like Amazon, but in South Africa. So it hasn't been uh, put in Amazon. Oh, so can people in the U.S. not find your first book? Yeah. The oh. only time they find it, they can, they can just... Um, order it and take a lot then take a lot can deliver it but i think it takes seven to 14 days i'm not sure i'm sure it's um, worth it i'm sure it's worth the wait yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well thank you so much for being on i and completely enjoyed talking to you and just just listening to you <laughs> thank you very much for having me uh, I really enjoyed this conversation <laughs> and I hope you come back on because I, yeah, there's so much more I want to talk to you about and uh, I just see how things are going for you okay no problem that will be a pleasure alright you take care of yourself okay thank you very much alright bye bye that's it guys what do you think of a Mukalani? It never ceases to amaze me the number of people who enjoy talking about and spreading positivity. We hear and see so much negativity and hatred coming from social media, it's hard to remember that there are so many good people out there as well. No matter the country, color, or gender, people want to connect with other people in a positive way, and social media platforms open those doors in a way that would have been nearly impossible a decade ago. How else would a retired homicide detective from Richmond, Virginia connect with an author from South Africa and talk over the phone, no less? Positivity is all around us. It just seems that the hatred is what bubbles up to the top. I implore everyone out there to seek out people from different cultures, different races, different political parties, and etc., and strike up a conversation with them. Speak, listen, and respect each other. It's that easy. Until next time, thanks for listening.